Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at wijsf.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC.
Good afternoon. This is Dr. Diva JC here in beautiful, sunny South Florida. Of course, the temperature has dropped to about 72 degrees, which is uh, a little chilly for us here. <laughs> you just listened to Femme Flight by my guest, Carol Albert, who is calling in from the state of Georgia. So let's bring her in. Hi, Carol. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. Well, then 72 we sounds you. pretty Thank you. Well, 72 sounds pretty good com- compared to um, the weather we've been having here in Georgia. So enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I do. <laughs> uh-huh. I do. So listen, let's get started with you. When did you okay. first come to music? How how old were you? Where were you? And how did you first come to music? Well, I I grew up in a musical family um, that uh, would sing and play a lot. And my grandmother played the piano. She did everything by ear, and she would compose songs in her sleep. And uh, she had to have her right arm amputated because of cancer. And so it was a traumatic thing. So she taught me how to play the parts on the piano for the right hand while she would play the left hand. And that's how I started playing. And then I just kept going. I learned to play by ear. But then, you know, I studied uh, with teachers and um ended up, you know, studying in college. Oh, good. So that that is my next question. Did you study theory, uh, music theory? Well, having grown, I grew up in the South, and a lot of the training that I had originated from gospel music, um, the church. Um, my family would go to singings every Sunday, and we learned um, solfege. I didn't know it had a fancy name at the time. We would just call it shape notes. And so we would sing shape notes at singings every Sunday. And then they had singing schools in the summer. And so when I would go there for like three weeks, you know, for a few years. And um, they taught some uh, theory at that point in time. It was very um, traditional theory with you know four part harmony and and that sort, but that was my early training. And then I did go and study at Georgia State, which um, I then of course took some theory to graduate from there. Okay, and now you you compose some flight, so you do compose. And about how many yes. songs? would you say you have composed? Well, what I've composed and what I've published are two different things. I've really composed hundreds of songs. Uh, What I've published uh, is different. I've um, uh, recorded, you know, five different, actually six different uh, full-length albums of, of original material, and I've composed for um, a couple of TV shows. I I compose 
at my house. I just write things that I never do anything with. And it's like, well, maybe someday I'll do something with that. So, um, Okay, so is number 20, is the number 30, 50, 100, 200? I, I probably compose between 500 and 1,000 songs, but I haven't published them all, and I haven't recorded all of them. So. <laughs> okay. And, and so <clears throat> publishing, are you with ASCAP or BMI? I'm with ASCAP. Um, mm-hmm. I've been with ASCAP. For forever, so um, I have a little uh, entity called Sahara. It's C A H A R A Music, and so that's what I'm registered under for publishing um, for uh, my work that I've you know put out in the public. Okay, good. And you say you have about five or six CDs. Yes, I have. Um, I had let me. Sometimes I get confused because I've done some singles that you know I've put out, and I've done full length C, uh, CDs, albums, and uh, I think this is actually my. Uh, see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is uh, I'm working on my eighth full length album. Okay. Now, I see you have a single, Chasing Waterfalls. Is that the same right. one? Is that a cover? No, it's it's original song. Um, and I know there's, uh, actually, I, I didn't do my homework, but it just, the title came up to me, and it just, it was very, very appropriate to some things I was feeling at the time. And maybe just subliminally, I had heard other songs, but you know the one that uh, the one that's the most famous is actually just called Waterfalls. It's not called Chasing Waterfalls. So oh, okay. um, uh, yeah, but it's um, it, it's just a lot of my music that I compose it just is in my ear, and I don't really sit down to write something. Say, okay, well, I'm going to write this today. I'm I'm really kind of an undisciplined composer. Um, I just kind of hear something and I sit down. I either play it or try to get it down on a you know a recording device uh, like an iPhone now, or used to be the tape players. But um, it just whatever comes to my ear and whatever it makes me feel like at the time is usually what I call it. Yeah, and a lot of people do not know that you cannot copyright a title. You cannot. You cannot copyright a title, and you cannot copyright. uh, There's a lot of things you can't copyright, but, um, yeah, you can't. I mean, usually in a title, you want something that's original so that people remember it, but um, after the fact, um, I did go online and looked at Chasing Waterfalls, and there's a significant amount of titles named Chasing Waterfalls. So it wasn't that original after the fact, <laughs> but it, it was what I, it just came to me, and that's what I wanted to call it. So, um, Okay, and what and about Why Carol? Why Carol? 
Um, so just say that again, have, please. I'm, I'm sorry, no connection. Okay. You have a, a tune called Why Carol in 2017? No, I, I don't. That, that's not a tune that I have. Oh, well, it says the popular remake of Mosh Kanata. Oh, Mosh Kanata. Yeah. And then Why Carol is still played. Uh, so is Why Carol a. Oh, yeah, that's. That that was probably just um, uh, some some bad wording on uh, that was a a review. Um, I don't know um, what that was in reference to, but uh, yes, Mosh Kanata was a cover that I recorded um, a couple of years ago, and uh, you know the, from the original uh, Brazilian Mosh Kanata, and it was just a blast. I did it in Portuguese, and um, it was very popular and still is played. A lot of people still play it um, and and love that song. It's just a, a song of joy and happiness, and the translation says, we just want to dance, and I think that resonates with people. It's like, you know, forget all this crap. Let's just dance. And right. uh Every time I play it, it's always a standing ovation. It's just a great, and I wish I had written it. I did not write it. I wish I had, but I still love performing it, and I loved uh, arranging it and making it fresh uh, when I recorded it. Okay. Now, have you ever thought about putting some of your songs in the songbook? Um. No, I haven't. I mean, a lot of what's popular now is people, you know, have their songs in libraries, you know, for licensing. But I've never, um, you know, up until now, I have not thought about putting all of my songs in a songbook. I might sometime. And you don't have to put them all. I have a songbook and I have 41 songs in the book. Really? But I've written over 60. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So wow. tell me about your project with Reagan Whiteside and Dennis Johnson. Well, um, at an event uh, about a year and a half ago, it was um, a Grammy. We both belong to the NARIS, which is the ones that uh, uh, are the Grammy organization. And um, we met just randomly at an event and started talking and she had a new record. I had a new record. And so we started talking about it and I said, you know, Reagan, one of my favorite instruments to compose for is the flute and it's the truth. And um, so we talked about collaborating. And so then we, I had her and Dennis over at the house and, you know, we had um, a nice afternoon together and, so we talked back and forth about it, and so then I decided we were going to write one together, but I decided, okay, Reagan, I'm just going to go ahead and write this tune that's in my head, and can you play on it? And we're still going to be talking about writing one together, um, but I composed it in my house, and uh, Dennis, her husband, helped me with a new computer. He is a, a genius with computers, 
he probably doesn't want me to tell everybody that, um, but he made a computer for me. He built a computer. And so this is the first song that I wrote on my new computer. And so I composed different parts, and then Reagan added her flute, um, you know, and, you know, just an incredible flute part uh, to the song, Fem Flight. Okay, good. Well, I hope you continue. And um, that's how you came to Women in Jazz South Florida. We're so happy to have you as a member. My daughter is in Georgia, and we have a few other members there, too. Reagan, Deanna, uh, Cannon, Rita Graham. So, yeah, we're building that. It's not a branch or a chapter. We don't have branches or chapters. Just our Georgia membership. Now, you are a female musician. Do you generally work with males or have you worked with females also? I would say in the past, uh, I'm probably uh, have always worked with males uh, unless it's been uh, with a, a like a female backup vocalist, but principally um, always up until recently uh, with males. Yeah, we, we kind of all do that. That's how I got to begin this organization because after 36 years of performing and touring, I realized that I had only worked with six women in 36 <laughs> years. Yeah. So now um, I'm conscious about hiring female musicians because they don't get the opportunities that the men get. And you have to really be conscious about, you know, seeking out women musicians. So I managed to put together an eight-woman ensemble. Uh, One of them is a dancer. And we only worked four times. It was so hard to book this group here in Florida, but we do Hmm. grant programs and, Mm -hmm. you know, I make sure that there's there's a quartet of us right now and we'll be doing Mm -hmm. some projects in this month and next month. Yeah. So who are, have you worked with any other women besides Reagan? Um. Reagan uh, is the first female instrumentalist that I've worked with in my recordings. Um, Like I said, I've worked with some vocalists, even though I am a vocalist and Reagan's a vocalist as well. Um, As you know, in the past, uh, and people still do it, if you say you're a musician, they automatically right off the bat assume that you're a singer. And it's like, well, I sing, but... I'm principally uh, a pianist, keyboardist, and composer. And um, so uh, most of the females I've come across have been vocalists. Yes, that is the, the problem. But there are a lot of female instrumentalists who are coming out of the woodwork now. Matter of oh, fact, yeah. in, in our organization, we have 341 members with you, 202 
of them are musicians, and I'd say at least 180 of those are women musicians. So we, mm-hmm. we have a large network of women musicians in 14 countries. You know, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a very widespread organization. We, we're kind of low-key, but once you start looking at the newsletter, you will find women uh, in many states and many countries that you can connect with. Now, have mm-hmm. you had any challenges with working with men? Well, you know, I think we've all had challenges. Um, I, you know, I, I think just being a professional musician in itself is a challenge. Um, you know, being, um, I, I travel to Europe uh, by myself um, several times on a tour, and um, it's it's hard to um, be single and to be a female musician, or even if you're not single. I was married um, some of the time, uh, but it's it's really hard uh, for women because of just you know uh, the advances and things like that. But with working with I've been very fortunate to work with some really great male musicians that are respectful and um, that respect my ideas and have, you know, helped me, you know, uh, write, you know, not write, but help me produce my music. And um, I, I've, I've really had some very, very good male friends uh, over the years who are musicians and, um so I feel like I've been lucky in that respect. And, of course, there's always the element of sleaze, but, you know, it's the music business. <laughs> okay. Well, I did that, too. I traveled to Europe by myself. And I, I don't know. I guess uh, I've just been lucky. I've had great experiences. Uh, I had a Sicilian pianist who produced my first CD and took me in Sicily. So, you know, when they find out that you're professional and you really know the music, you know what you're doing, you know, and I went as a singer, but I also had composed a lot of music by the time I started touring Europe. So they were playing my music and they respected me. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've I've got to record eleven of my own songs, so oh, yeah, wow. it's it is a challenge, but generally, if you are good at your craft, you don't have a lot to worry about. Now we have about um, two more minutes to talk before I play "Fly Away Butterfly." So why don't mm-hmm. you talk about that song? Talk about "Fly Away." Which is, it's your album title, right? Right. Fly Away Butterfly um, was, uh, it, didn't, it didn't necessarily start out with a concept initially. It was a collection of songs that I just kept hearing and that I um, kept composing. And 
what happened is that it was a period of healing for me and because uh, I had lost my husband suddenly in 2014 and started back recording. I took a lot of years off of recording and started recording again and um, just through some very spiritual experiences. Um, when I went to traveling, I saw blue butterflies and it just kept coming up. I called the song Flyaway Butterfly and it just stuck. That was the album and everything resonated. All of the songs really fit in with this title and with this theme. So it was a very special song for me. Okay. All right. And are you performing anywhere in Georgia? Um, I I do a lot of different types of performances. I have some performances coming up, um, one in Las Vegas, and I'm doing some uh, jazz festivals uh, throughout the summer. Um, I do play at a, a local place called Chateau Alain uh, a lot of the weekends well, that it. I'm not traveling. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful place. They treat mm-hmm. me really well. We have great clientele. Um, so I'm, I'm really quite busy performing, and I do corporate events, you know, from time to time. Good. Okay. Well, thank you for being my guest, and I'm going to play Fly Away Butterfly. This show will be archived very soon, and you'll be able to share it with the world. Oh, awesome. Well, I'm okay. very happy to talk to you, and thank you for having me. All right, and if you have any questions, don't hesitate to call me or email me, okay? Okay, all right. Um, Here we are, Fly Away Butterfly by Carol Albert.
www.wijsf.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally 